Hello and welcome to Season 3 of the Tripping on Bricks podcast brought to you by the AS Review, an alternative news source here at Western Washington University. My name is Abby Rains and I'm your assistant editor of the Review and I'm also your host. So this is our first ever video podcast and we want this to be an outlet to be a source of various topics like student life, news, and campus events that we cover throughout the year. So let us know what you would like to hear because we are by the students for the students. And because this is our first podcast during February, I thought it'd be really important to highlight Black History Month. So today I'm here with Chloe Cho, the, the local music coordinator, and also Janelle Nardone, the music director of KUGS, to talk a little bit about a playlist that they made for Black History Month. And for those of you who don't know, KUGS FM is a radio station on campus in the Viking Union that provides a diverse program of music and information that's operated by students, volunteers, and different types of staff. So thank you guys both for being here to talk a little bit about KUGS and what y'all do. So starting off, if you could introduce yourselves and also talk about your job positions and what you do as an organization, that would be great. Yeah, so my name is Janana Down, Ishime Pronouns, and I am the music director of KUGS. And my job is centered around curating all of the music for the radio station and making it accessible to students and making sure we have a diverse sound that reflects our student body and also Bellingham as a community. And it's really, really fun. I feel very fortunate to be able to do this job because it's kind of what I've been doing my whole life. So I get to get paid for it, which is really, really awesome. And I take it pretty seriously just because I feel like I owe a responsibility to everyone to make sure that we have a really good sound that um, speaks this being more than just a college station. Yeah. Awesome. I'm Chloe Cho. I also use she, they pronouns and I'm the local music coordinator for KUGS, and the job position entails a few things, but mostly outreach to community, like reaching out to different local theaters to or different local venues to see about ticket giveaways and keeping in contact with different businesses, as well as keeping in contact with local bands and scheduling in-studios to make sure they come in. We haven't had that in a little while because of COVID, but we're hoping to get that up and running soon. And also making sure that the DJs know what's upcoming and seeing what's what bands are playing on the concert calendar and curating that. Cool. And so as you guys are talking a little bit about your positions and titles taking into like your personal life into account and this job what is something that running a station might be a little bit different than any kind of other job on campus that has to offer yeah one huge thing to know is that like KUGS is on air 24 7 uh so when a lot of people think that we would be shut down or closed or something we are constantly on air um so that's a huge thing to know and then also there's just a lot of different office work that gets done. So I spend a lot of my days talking to promoters or organizing our library to make sure that students can, or DJs in particular, can access everything accordingly. Um, just making sure it's an easy space for folks to navigate and one that's diverse and inclusive in all mm -hmm. ways. Yeah, and so saying like, because KUGS is specifically for the students, it says on your website that you guys provide a diverse program of music and that is consistent with a lot of student interests. So taking that into consideration, how do you guys factor in like student voice and outreach? Like, do you guys do campus events? And like you said, you do that 24 seven radio station um, or just creating content over air, like how does that work? Part of my job is tabling and we try to take that as an opportunity to get input from 
the student body, we also have an all student body volunteer base. So all of our DJs are students from Western. So that's how we kind of get their opinion. We also have uh, a forum on our website that lets listeners give us some advice or not advice, but like reviews. Yeah, reviews yeah. and tell us what they have been interested in listening to and what they enjoy from the station and other feedback yeah we also do um we bring out our disco cart which doesn't actually have a disco ball <laughs> i'm personally bummed about but uh we'll dj events like um oh my goodness what was it called <laughs> the, the as late night well we did as late night we did the club um or the the event <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like info, fair. info fair. Info yeah. fair. We did the disco cart at info fair. We try to be around to get more people involved and also just to like play cool music for people at a lot of yeah. events. So that's really cool too. Um, There's yeah. gonna be a '80s pool prom at oh, the rec center, and yeah. we'll be DJing there, mm-hmm. which yeah. is nice to just like get involved. And it's very different from DJing on air because it's live and you can see your audience which is a different experience but it's fun yeah Mm -hmm. it's kind of nice to like also see how people are reacting so you can be like okay this is working and this isn't and kind of work to make sure that it's a good vibe and a space for everyone to have a lot of fun um and then at the station in order or a way that i get a lot of feedback from students is i'll have request forms for things that people are looking for like upcoming releases like a bunch of people wanted the new Mitski album, so I made sure that we got that <laughs> yeah. album because everyone loves Mitski, and uh, they should, you know? <laughs> um, so we'll do that, and I try to talk a lot with the DJs to make sure that what they're playing, like, everything that we have for them is stuff that they enjoy and stuff that they want to hear, because that's, like, a huge part of my job is having outreach with students to make sure that it's not what I think is best, but it's what everyone at the D- at the station wants to play, and everyone... Who also works at the station is like yeah those are cool releases we should have those mm-hmm. yeah I, I was at the info fair last fall for the as review and i remember cubs being there in kind of the back and students were going up to you all and were just asking for like songs to play and like the cds so when thinking about that do you guys mostly use like cds because i knew a lot of that was cds or do you do kind of both of like video or like uh spotify and streaming services and cds and vinyls and all that stuff so our our station is all physical, so we only use vinyls and CDs, which makes it somewhat difficult, but it's also, I think it's pretty cool that we're one of the only stations that do that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, and to go on top of, or to add on to that, we have a bunch of records from like the 70s up until, I don't know, we still got a record pretty recently. Like we got the last Prince release on vinyl, which was really cool. Oh. Um, but we have all of those things for students to choose from. And then people can still upload their own playlists after they're done with their show onto Spotify or any other streaming services that they use so that other people can listen to what they played and get more exposure to those artists, which I think is really cool. I do that and I've been doing that for so long. So I have so many playlists on my Spotify Mm -hmm. account. It's a little overwhelming. Yeah, and even just thinking about Spotify and KGS as I was doing a little bit of research you guys have created like all different types of multimedia versus like SoundCloud or just your station and Spotify Mm -hmm. and 
as I was looking at the Spotify, I saw that there was like a Lonely Hearts playlist. It seemed like it was for Valentine's Day. And looking at the Black History Month playlist, I think that really caught my eye because I had never seen anything like that. And I found it through the Western website because I do a thing where it's like upcoming events. And that was one of the things that was like, oh, like I should check this out. And I was listening to the playlist. So thinking about that, like what made you guys want to curate playlists like that, especially with Black History Month and kind of the significance, like what was the inspiration for making playlists like that? So when I first started the job, Janelle was doing a, um, it was a backtrack selection for DJs to pick from. We have a selection of music on our wall that we, we have the Music for Masses DJs play from. And you were doing, I think it was for Hispanic Heritage Month. I, I made a, a section in our backtrack section, which is basically to pull older releases that aren't from the last like year for students to find some stuff that they might not think to look for in the main library. Like, oh, we have that. That's super interesting. And I want to use that as a space to include more diverse sounds and more um, Bi BIPOC folks, more LGBTQ folks, more femme folks, because those people are often not as represented in the music industry or get fewer resources. Um, so I wanted to dedicate that space to them, especially for Hispanic Heritage Month, um, by including a wall that was solely Hispanic and Latinche uh, artists. Yeah. And I saw that and I thought that it would be great if we could share this across more platforms because KUGS has access to quite a few social media accounts. Mm -hmm. And so I decided that we should do a Hispanic Heritage Month playlist. And then after that, we did um, a selection of albums for Native American Heritage Month. And then after that, Black History Month. And I, I think it's really important to include those voices and just amplify them and um, yeah. Yeah. And to add on to that, too, it's like really important because I think some people think that like black artists are only a few genres when in reality, they're the pioneers of like so many genres that we know and love, like house, rock and roll, blues, um, folk, like, uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> just like a lot of different types of music, um, R&B, hip hop, like so many things across the board. And so it's important to appreciate older black artists and newer black artists and all of the different sounds that they've helped to create and continue to play and all of that amazing talent. Mm -hmm. I mean, looking at the genres, even before, I think a couple weeks ago when I first found the playlist, I started listening to it and I was like, mm -hmm. wow, uh, you know, as I was getting off the bus and going back to my place, I would listen and I'm like, oh, wow, like these are so many different genres that I've listened to and in the process, you know, as I was looking more on that playlist, the Black History Month playlist specifically, there was like 57 songs with a four hour playtime. And some of the artists that you chose like range from a wide variety. And one of the most notable things I thought of was like the acid jazz of like Thundercat, which is like more new. And then even like the R&B of Solange. What were some of the inspirations um, and influences for the people that you chose specifically on this mix? When I was choosing the selection of songs that I wanted to include, it was a lot of things that I know that the other DJs play. And then I also put in some personal favorites. I really wanted to make sure that the playlist wasn't just one genre because I wanted to show that music by, by Black artists are not just 
it doesn't just sound like one thing. And so I also asked Janelle to help with the playlist because I knew that you would be able to provide <laughs> quite a few different artists. And yeah, yeah. No, that was something like really important to me. Uh, I think there tends to be this idea that it's like, okay, this is black music. And really black music is so many different things. Um, so like Solange and Thundercat are some of my favorite artists. So there's definitely like mm-hmm. some personal bias. Of, like <laughs> I definitely want to have these people in this playlist, but also like I wanted to include Afro Latinche music and like Afro Brazilian music and other kinds of music that we wouldn't necessarily think of. Um, so that was really, really important to me. Like, Jorge Ben Jor, I think, is on the playlist as well. And he's like this incredible Brazilian artist who came up with Mashkenada, um, which you probably know from like the Sergio Mendes version, but he originally composed it. And it's like the most popular non English song, like sung in Portuguese in the US, like that's ever been played. So I think that's really important. Um, and yeah, just showing that Black music is so many different things. And is so wonderful across genres and time and space. You know, it's been here forever and it's impacted culture and society in so many different ways that it's just so key to highlight that because a lot of the time they don't get the credit. And so it's very, very important. I think we both thought it was really important and spent a lot of time trying to make sure that it came across that way. Of course, yeah. And even when I was listening to the playlist, I think the one song that I thought that I like, you know, even put in my like playlist, I think it was Boogeyman by Childish Gambino. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, Childish Gambino, he's also, I would say, like a newer artist. Like he's not completely new, but mm-hmm. that was something that one of the songs that like, you know, I was like, oh, wow, how have I not like heard this before? Uh, and we talked about this a little bit already, but do you guys have personal favorite songs on the playlist or just artists that you enjoy that you maybe want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, Boogeyman was one of the... <laughs> songs I put on the playlist and I I absolutely adore the music of Childish Gambino and I think another one I I put two little Sims songs in there because I just couldn't yeah. help myself <laughs> I was trying to avoid doing repeats but I was like little Sims is mm-hmm. so good I also think um Janelle introduced me to Green Tea Pang and oh, they're just <laughs> wonderful and there's just a bunch of different artists that, especially um, finding them through KUGS, I I just was like, wow, these are amazing. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to include them in the playlist. Yeah, yeah. like um, I found Lorraine through the station. Yeah. She's this like incredible artist who mixes field recordings with um, kind of ambient electronic and also like funk and soul, like super multi-genre. And it's really, really, uh, it feels very raw and like real and I was like oh my gosh I could cry to this album this is so like <laughs> genuine um, and I think we have like a Gil Scott Heron song on there who's amazing you might know him from the quote um, the, t- the revolution won't be televised he's an incredible um, spoken word poet and just musician all around and yeah a lot of also what Chloe was saying like I love Little Sims New Project it's mm-hmm. It's so good. Like you have to listen to it. I, I listened to it and I was like, this is an instant classic. Like I need to buy the album now. Um, yeah, there's there so many artists. It's hard to pinpoint all of them, but those mm-hmm. are some of a few for sure. Yeah. And 
as you both were talking about how you found different music through KUGS, like how did you, I guess, find those? Because at least even thinking about the playlist that I listened to, I obviously found it through mm -hmm. you both by making that playlist. But was there a specific station that you found it on or just going through the CDs at the station? Like, how did you guys get these new artists into your, I guess, playlists? Yeah, so the way that I work to get new music is I contact a lot of promoters and they'll be like, these are our new releases this week. Let us know what you think of them. If you want to add them, go ahead. If not, that's sad, but you know, you can give constructive criticism. And so I found Lorraine through promoters. I find most of our new artists through promoters and then how well they do on the National um, Association of College charts. So we chart all of our highest and most played artists throughout the month. And so like, I think our top right now are like the Thundercat album, Tyler the Creator, Japanese Breakfast, and Willow Smith. So like almost all of those are black artists, which is really, really cool to me because it just shows <laughs> like how open our DJs are to listening to so many different kinds of music. And all of those artists have, are like different genres of music as well. Um, but partially through what DJs were listening to and playing a lot, so like evaluating our top 30, and then through what promoters are sending us and being like, oh my gosh, that's really cool. We need to add that because I think it'll get played. And also it's just really good music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So seeing, you know, these playlists are relatively new. I think it seems like you might have just three with the Black History yeah. Month, the Lonely Hearts, and then the Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, how like as KUGS and the people that make the playlist, like, do you want to be doing more stuff like this that's more interactive and allowing that outreach of students to listen to these playlists and, and finding new artists um, and more content that celebrates different BIPOC communities. Yeah, I think it's really important to expose people to new music in whatever way we can. And it's awesome that we get to do that through our shows that DJs play. Um, but Spotify is just a little bit easier because you can access it whenever you want. It's almost always gonna be there unless a song gets taken off. Um, and it's super easy to share with other people. So like radio has its own like, confines and so does Spotify but having both of those gives greater access for people to find new music and access it whenever they want um and I think that's just like really important because I know students want to find more music it's just like mm -hmm. making it accessible and so if we can make it accessible in multiple ways then it makes it easier for people to find cool uh -huh. cool and so like thinking about how can like students interact with you guys or do they even um are they allowed to like send in submissions maybe to the station and play like their own music or is that more so just like requesting songs no um both both are options so you can request a song but it's not up to the dj to actually feel, like fulfill it mm -hmm. especially if it doesn't really go with their set but you can feel more mm -hmm. than welcome to do it just do it nicely because djs are busy <laughs> and still like running a show at the same time of course yeah. um but we also deal with local music submissions yeah. uh do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so um, I mostly deal with the local music submissions, and basically you send it in to me, and we all, or... I feel like the station collectively, yeah, like... we collectively... The employees will listen to it. Yeah, we'll listen to it, see if it goes with the DJs, or if we think that it would fit in with a selection of music with our DJs. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we have, like, a long history of getting local submissions as well. So, like, we put a little sticker on it, and then we'll, once it's off of the main wall, so it's been, like, a year since it was released, we'll put it in a separate drawer where it's it's there forever. And I think that's really cool because it's 
more outreach that we have with the community and making sure that we're also fostering and helping to like be a part of that space of just like this isn't just newer artists who have like labels and stuff that are bigger and stuff but we're also trying to give that same voice to smaller bands like yeah. i think hockey teeth is in our top 30 yeah. and their album came out like in the summer so people really really like that album um fireworks so yeah i think that's also really important all right well awesome yeah i think a lot of it just has to do with like the engagement and just the community of western and all of us being able to listen to music and like having that connect us and finding new artists because as you were saying it's really everyone wants to be finding new artists and so by having that playlist or just kugs in general having that station there it's really important because as i have said before i found new artists just by listening to um different songs that i've never listened to before uh and so basically and thank you for listening to their playlist <laughs> yeah no problem um so where can people find you whether that be like social media or like the station name I, i'm assuming it's just like kgs fm or if there's like a specific tune in that you have to do or spotify just anything any kind yeah. of engagement that you want to have with students where can we find you so if you just dial into 89.3 you can find us on your radio but also you can stream from our website kugs.org and from there, you should be able to find uh, quite a few different links to different social media accounts. Our Instagram is kugs.fm. And um, we also have a link tree that is linktree slash kugsfm. You should be able to <laughs> find everything on, on yeah. there. And that has like our Twitter, yeah. our SoundCloud. Our Facebook, plenty, yeah, plenty the app. Media. We also have an app. <laughs> okay. So, wow. Okay, yeah, that's we have cool. we have quite a few different um, ways of contacting us or just like listening in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being able to do this interview. Uh, check out their Black History Month playlist on Spotify as well as their SoundCloud and their radio station and their website www.kugs.org for more. Uh, and basically to wrap this up, I wanted to thank the Digital Media Center for providing us the space to film and record. The AS Review will be on YouTube, Spotify, and our website. Check out, check us out at asreview.org and our social media at asreview on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you all for listening to our first episode of this season's Tripping on Bricks. We'll be back for another one in a couple of weeks. I'm your host, Abby, and this is the AS Review signing off. Thank you. <laughs>